Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I'm Celestial, and you're welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you're very welcome. Please check the description box of every video, and that is where you will find all the information about where the Master's Voice Prophecy blog can be followed on audio and video. They're alternate channels that have a more complete playlist. They have all the videos that have been made here, and that's where you can find certain videos about medical stuff. That's where you can find medical prophecies. That's where you can find all the prophetic words that I received from the Lord concerning COVID-19 and things of that nature since 2020 until I think about the end of 2022. And I continue. This video was made before and the entire video was lost. The video came out without sound, so I'm remaking the video. And I wanna make it clear concerning the censorship and the shadow banning and the attacks that are coming against this channel. I devote a great amount of time to making sure that these prophecies are done with the spirit and the emphasis that the Lord God intends. So the Master's Voice Prophecy blog is not a personal channel. This is not a place where people can come and chat with me and ask me, well, what are your thoughts? And do you have any comment about this and that going on in the world? If you hear me mentioning anything that's going on in the world today, it relates directly to a prophecy that I have brought in the past. The only reason that current events are referred to here on TMV is because they were spoken about three or four years ago when nobody had any idea, inkling or clue that things that they see on TV now would be happening. So at the time that I was speaking them, they seemed far-fetched, they seemed fantastical, they seemed almost arrogant and presumptive. Many people let me know that that was their opinion. But now that we are on the cusp of many of the things that I was speaking about in 2019 and 2020, specifically rise of Russia and China, anti-American sentiment taking place all over the world, people beginning to castigate America, people beginning to threaten America on live TV in front of all the other nations. For instance, what happened with the Iranian prime minister at the United Nations. I just found out about that today. Today is November the 12th, and that happened almost two and a half weeks ago, I think on October the 26th, a bold statement that he made saying that if the United States doesn't stay out of the current conflict in the Middle East, she will not escape this fire. That is what that man told the United States in front of 193 other countries at the United Nations with everyone present. And I prophesied this in 2021. I think it was early part of the year 2021 saying that the nations will be very bold and they will speak exactly what their intentions are towards the United States without fear of repercussions and without fear of censure. And still, because the general mindset of your average American is who is he to tell us such things? And we'll just press one button and wipe them off the map. This is literally the kind of commentary that comes out of your average American when these kinds of things are happening. Just bear in mind that it's already been prophesied to this nation that that is your curse, that even when danger is lurking and when danger stops lurking and begins to tell you in your face, I'm going to bash you with a rock. The Lord says that the American response will be tone deaf will not see which way the wind is blowing. And so there's a lot of censorship that is coming against um, this ministry 
and it is not easy to plow a furrow and lose an entire video, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, 35 minutes, and only 13 minutes of the video is actionable. And it's not because of the equipment. It is just generally. And so when I do this work and it comes out prayerfully as the Lord intends, I'm going to put it up and I'm going to leave it. And whatever the response is to that, so be it. My responsibility is firmly on this side of the camera to make sure that the Lord's word is delivered. And no matter the opposition coming against it, Facebook is now locking me out of the account. I'm not able to post. I'm not able to do anything for a week, for 10 days. I'm not making any backup anything. I just think that that's what I'm trying to say because the Lord did say to speak the truth and to let anyone know. So the platforms that I have now, I think there are about 14 of them. There's podcasts where you can listen in audio, there's video and there's alternate videos, but I'm just making it clear that I'm not going to do this labor five, six times over. I'm going to do it once and I'm going to do it well to the best that I can in the ability of the spirit. But I've always said that you will not always have access to this. It is not a given, it is not a granted that you will have someone sitting here and teaching you out of the word of God and telling you things before they come. It will not always be accessible. The time is coming where truth will come with persecution. The time is coming after that where truth is going to come with attacks and exclusion. And the time is coming after that where truth is going to come with martyrdom and death. In all that is prophesied, Matthew 24, I think it's Luke 21, Mark 13, Revelation 6. It's all there for the discerning student of the Bible to go and look at and know that exactly what you're watching now and saying, we're with you celestial and we're praying well, it's going to come to every door that names the name of Jesus Christ. Today's prophecy was received on the 6th of November. I actually made it a day later and then found that the video was no good. And so I'm remaking this message shorter. The title of the prophecy is Disasters Incoming. Disasters Incoming, November the 6th, 2023. And this was the Lord speaking to me in the very early morning this has become something that he's doing more and more frequently, also speaking to me just generally throughout the day. Simple statements, statements that I personally am taking to heart. And before I made this prophecy the last time, I asked the Lord if there was anything that he wanted me to say, if there was anything he wanted me to let people know. And what the Lord said is that the time for America to repent already passed. So he said, tell them, and I'm not reading this because it's not written down. He said, tell them that the time for the nation to repent, tell them that their favorite um, scripture, which is 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and repent of this, their sins. That one, the one that I constantly meet when I'm uploading videos, when I'm curating um, written messages, and people always say, well, the way you say these things is so definitive. You say these things as if we couldn't repent, but think of Nineveh. Nineveh repented, and I've always said that Nineveh did repent. It was a national repentance. That's because everyone's heart in Nineveh was pierced when they heard the words of the prophet Jonah. Everyone was cut to the heart, exactly as Acts chapter 2 says. You must be pierced when you hear the charges of your sin. And all the people in Nineveh repented. 
But the people in America do not repent. People in America are taking weed gummies, which is something that I personally did not know existed until two days ago, putting drugs into gelatin and candy and then eating the candy and getting high and sitting around giggling like a moron and thinking that this is the kind of culture. Elderly people are doing this. Teenagers are doing this. People are sharing their baking drugs into the brownies at work. This is the culture that people still want to say that this is a die-hard, Jesus-centered nation. And the delusion is quite high. And that's because we're at the end now. So people will tell themselves anything. But the Lord says that the favorite verse... If my people who are called by their name, by my name, will humble themselves and turn for their sins, turn from their sins, repent of their wicked ways, right? Then I will heal their land. He says that that scripture does not apply because America's case, America's judgment is not the case of Nineveh. America's judgment is the case of mystery Babylon from Revelation 18. America's judgment is basically Noah's judgment, which means that I, Celestial, am sent, and I'm sent to speak. And when I speak, there is an ear and there is a remnant in America and around the world who will hear what I'm saying. And they will come out of the practices of fallenness. They will come out of the practices of justifying evil. They will come out of all compromise and they will separate themselves unto God and everybody else is going to be laughing and mocking and missing all the signs and completely ignorant of the season until the raindrops fall, except that here in America, what will drop is bombs. What will drop is bombs. And when those bombs fall, it will be too late to test the prophecy, test my spirit, test anything. When the bombs fall, that will be the shutting of the ark the separation of righteous from unrighteous. So God says to tell America that it is too late, that the time that the nation should repent it, he told me, Celestial, tell them that the time they should have repented as a corporate group, which is what Nineveh did, has long passed. It already went past, and I was not told by the Lord how far back in the past that was. So don't think perhaps that it was next last Tuesday or it was just perhaps at the beginning of my ministry because I've always said that if you listen to the prophecies that I bring from the very first one up to the one that I'm making nearly five years later, it has never given any intimation. It has never given a hint that there was a door open for corporate repentance because what I always prophesy is the Lord saying that he will never accept America's repentance. He will never accept. He said that there's no absolution for the abortions, for the homosexuality, for the corruption of the children. The only thing that I've ever brought forth is personal repentance. And that's exactly what he said. He said, tell them that the time for corporate repentance has already passed. It's already gone. It's over. It's finished. He said, all that's left now is a personal cleansing of the garment. Tell them to repent of their sins. Tell them to separate from every compromised lifestyle, to confess their sins, to be cut in their heart at the wickedness of their nation. And he said, now they should know that all that remains is the cross 
Whoever hears the word of the Lord, he said, and comes to the cross in repentance and to set aside sin and to seek the Holy Spirit and to seek the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ, forgiveness for sin, and to be clothed with the robe of righteousness and taught how to walk in holiness before the Lord. Then he says, whoever comes to the cross, him I will receive. And whoever will not, I will not. So that was the word that the Lord gave me in the original video. And I bring it to you now. Another thing that the Lord said to me today, just in the process of making dinner, I'm making dinner and right in the process of it, I simply hear the Lord say, there is a coalition of nations that is already formed against the United States. There is a coalition of nations that have already formed against the United States. And this is not hard to believe. No one will stand at a podium and threaten this country unless there is a certain confidence to the threat. So America can make threats back, and indeed threats have been made back. Stay out of it, and if you dare, and all that. But let us look at the brazenness to threaten America in the first place. If a threat is being made, whether you see it or not, whether you understand it now or not, there's confidence that's coming from somewhere that this threat can be carried out. And what a pity it is to think that a threat is empty when instead it is full. Disasters incoming. There are natural disasters coming to the Great Lakes area, mostly floods. The Great Lakes area will be humbled by multiple natural disasters and crises. The entire region will be destroyed by floods and they will not remain in their homes. They will be scattered, according to my word, to every place for safety that they can flee to. All Great Lakes states will suffer intense natural disasters, and they will go to emergency centers like you described, incredible rainfall and floods. And Lake Michigan and Lake Erie will overflow, driving people from their homes into emergency crisis centers for safety. FEMA will control them and tell them what to do. And they will not have a choice. Tell them, you will lose what you have because of corruption in your cities, because of wicked politicians, because of drugs, because of porn, because of sodomy, and child molestation. The judgment of the Lord is to humble you because you did not repent. So here is the Lord's estimation of the states in the Great Lakes region. The Lord says that these states are hiding dirty politics, drug use, porn, sodomy, and molesting children. And he says that he will judge them to the point of humbling them because they did not repent. So once again, right here in the prophecy, it matches with what I said a few minutes ago in the introduction, that it is dangerous and it is foolish to have one estimation of yourself, to see yourself one way, when in fact, the person who is going to judge every life on earth is seeing you another way. So flooding is coming. I already brought this prophecy in May, 
not May, it's April, April the 3rd, 2023. The prophecy is called Headlines of the Future. In that prophecy, I said that I had five dreams and the Lord told me to speak of four of the dreams. One of the dreams was that Florida is going to have a shattering, shattering natural disaster where that bit that sticks out into the sea is just going to break off. And the reason it broke off, I said, was because I saw the sea was rising and the sea was so angry that the sea was coming in on that sound with both sides until the water flooded in and then it broke off. And just the part of Florida that's attached to the mainland, to the rest of the continent was there, but the other half broke off and went into the sea. Another dream I had was Portland and Oregon. They were flooding and they were having terrible natural disasters as their punishment. And also the Great Lakes was mentioned that there would be overflowing to the point that, as the Lord said, the foreigners would come out of their places. And this foreigner, this word foreigners could either refer to actual human beings that are settled around that area, but then why would the Lord distinguish foreigners from anybody else? He would just say the people would flee, as he said here. Those foreigners likely are referencing animals like the, I know it's not called the abominable snowman. There's another word for it, the other one. I'm sure that it will be understood what I'm talking about. The huge, tall uh, wolf creatures and other other spiritual entities, spiritual entities that also have a natural appearance that live in the higher areas. But when the water becomes uncharacteristically high, then those creatures will be driven out of hiding. They will be driven out of their natural habitats. And that is when there will be increased sightings of people saying, I saw this and I saw this and I saw that. So these natural disasters are coming as part of the prophecy that came in 20. I think it was 2022, round about October or so there. Um, I did one prophecy and I think the title has trans army, natural disasters, trans army, and something else. If you put that into the search engine for YouTube, natural disasters, trans army, and put master's voice prophecy blog, I'm sure it'll be the first result that comes up. And in that prophecy, the Lord was saying that America is going to be humbled by natural disasters, the kind of natural disasters that she's never experienced before. He said, the, the things that we're going to start to suffer here will be one for the record books. And that is because America is used to having the favor of God. What the favor of God does that most people don't understand is if your punishment's going to be a 10, because God favors you, it could drop to a six or even a four. So the favor of God has this kind of numbing effect. It kind of absorbs the impact of the blows that would come against you as a consequence of your action. But the Lord says that he's going to remove his hand of favor from the United States. And when the devastation comes and it's a 10, it's going to have 10 consequences. It's going to have a 10 death toll. It's going to have a 10 impact. Everything is going to be a 10 out of 10. And I've spoken about some of these impacts, such as the fact that emergency services will no longer come when we make these calls. There's only going to be these automated vo voices on these calls. Hi, how may I correct, connect your call? No one is going to pick up and say, 911, what's your emergency? And so natural disasters, the Lord says, are going to be for the record books. They're going to be the kind of natural disasters I have said that people normally see in India in the monsoon season where there's just intense rainfall. He says incredible rainfall. So that is not normal rainfall. 
Intensity means that something is extremely strong. Flooding. This is your insurance company not, not paying up. Most of them are going to deny claims. Most of them are going to say that they're not supporting anything. They're going to start calling these things acts of God. The part of the contract that is rarely invoked is going to be invoked. Claims are going to be denied. And a lot of people are going to be out of their homes and also out of pocket with absolutely no finances and no assistance from their insurance company to start over. This is what intensity is. It is a multiplicity of factors that makes a bad situation much, much worse than it should be. And the Lord says that the whole region will be destroyed by floods. And this is because in the previous prophecy, I just mentioned it, headlines of the future. What I saw is that that area in there, there was a rift, there was a crack. First of all, the floods caused all the lakes to join together until they were just like one big massive soup. But then on top of that, there was a crack. And I read from another prophecy stating that, that there was a massive crack. And what happened is water flowed and flooded and flooded into the center of America, trying to fill that crack. Why? Because it's an area of depression. It's a lower lying area. And the Lord has already said that many other great lakes this is not official Great Lakes, but due to flooding and natural disasters, many other Great Lakes will form all over the country. And that's going to cause a lot of displacement, a lot of movement. So the region will be destroyed by floods and God says that people will not stay in their homes. And how can they? Most people like to shelter in place. They don't like to go with rescue services. They don't want to leave their animals. But the Lord says that this scattering is commanded by him. And this is to take away your comfort. Because when America causes wars in other countries, when America goes and invades here and America bombs there, the people have to run. They have to run. They're forced away from their homes, as we're currently watching now, as we've been watching since last year with Ukraine. So in, if, you, if you are a nation that causes that for others, then for justice to be carried out against you in judgment, that same thing that you have caused elsewhere, you must also experience it. Or the Lord is not just, or the Lord is not fair. And also, if not, then it means that the Lord is not true to his word. It means that the Lord will send a prophecy and then say, okay, I was only joking. And that is absolutely not the case. He says, they will be scattered, according to my word, to every place for safety they can flee to. This is not even fleeing outside the border. Some people may do that. This is just having to run from a wall of water, such as a tsunami or some kind of chest high water. And you, ha you have children who are all below chest height. You're not going to be able to stay in the place, in the same place. So God is talking here of emergency centers, just like you described. So he's talking to me. The emergency centers prophecy the first time I think I was talking about it in any kind of pictorial detail is in the prophecy called Maga Deception, where at the end I had an intense dream where I was in a hotel-like kind of place, and I didn't really have a clear memory as, as to what I was doing there. I was thinking that I was there for a work conference, but the at the as the dream progressed, I realized that I was in some kind of facility, and in that facility, they were drugging the food. They were drugging the food so that none of us had a clear memory of what we were doing there. I personally thought I'd come there for work. 
And I was thinking, what am I doing in this dinky place, this two-star place? What am I doing here? And why am I here so many days? But I could never put my finger on why. But it turned out that they were microdosing the food with something that I had never heard of. The Lord revealed this drug to me in a dream. And I called it a very wrong name. But the name of the drug is ayahuasca, some kind of potent drug that everyone in there and their ancestor is crossing the border to go over to South America to have genuine experiences and trip. America, you play a dangerous game. You actually think that you can take drugs in God's face and get away with it. You think that you can legalize marijuana. You think that you can legalize psychedelics. You think as an older person now, because the hippie era is over and you're retired, and so you have nothing to do but to chew cannabis gummies with your children, and you actually think that you will get away with it. You think that you will have a restful, peaceful life engaging in sorcery, defiling the temple of your body. Young people, I see you all the time, high as kites, barely able to hold on to your retail jobs because you're not sober enough to get the good ones. People in this country actually think that they can dance with the devil in the pale moonlight and get away with it. And then when they hear prophetic judgment of a sodomite, drugged up, evil, corrupt, wicked, warmongering place, then they're shocked and they're saying, but celestial, what, what have we done to the Lord? They were drugging us in that FEMA camp. And the reason that they were drugging us in that FEMA camp is because that FEMA camp was a place to actually re-educate people or exterminate them. They were killing people in that camp. And the Lord revealed to me and to my brother who was also in that camp what it was. And we fled that place because he showed us that the drugs will be administered low key to build up usefulness of the drug. Oh, I don't know what it's called. Resistance to build up something in people so that they will be docile. And when announcements are made, they will just fall into line with it. And another thing he said to me in that dream is that there is red and there is yellow and there is, I think, blue and green in the FEMA camp. And what that means is they will basically give people tags. Excuse me, please. They will give people tags according to their willingness to obey. So it might be a camp where you are being drugged slowly. They were drugging us through the food. They were putting the drugs in the food. But the reason that it wasn't brainwashing me was because people hated me in that camp so much that I quickly realized that I don't know what this hate is about because I was still eating the food. So there was still an effect on me in that dream. But at the same time, I stopped going for regular meal times. So I stopped going at the proper breakfast, the proper lunch and the proper dinner. And I started to go at odd times because the food was always available. There was always 24 hours hot food in that place because they were drugging us all the time. And so because I went at off times, the drugs were not as potent in the food and a worker in that place revealed it to me. So that's one of the things that they'll be doing in the camps. Another thing they'll be doing in the FEMA camps is re-education. You that is the strong gun owning, patriot owning, flag toting, confederate flag loving, uh, this land is my land, this land is your land, you are going to be the red group. You will be the very first people to be exterminated and put to death. 
They're not even going to try to re-educate you because they know that you have a core that cannot be changed. And guess what? We are in the end times. The new world order does not have time to invest months and months and months trying to change your mind about Jesus, trying to change your mind about patriotism, trying to change your mind that America should not be amalgamated into the 10, the 10, um, what is the word? The 10 territories that are going to be monitored by 10 governors or 10 Kings. What is coming in the end times? They don't have time to try and win you over. They will simply put you to death. It's much quicker. It's much more expedient. That is what the Lord meant when he said there is red and there is yellow and there is green and there is orange. Green, blue, they will know these ones, these kids are ripe for socialism. They're ripe for big brother. They're ripe for the digital currency. They're ripe for everything. They're easily brainwashed and they can easily be assimilated into the new system. Orange means a little work must be done. Yellow, probably the same thing. A little work must be done. It, it's the group where you watch. I spoke of the different colors before where I said that in the future, when you have to go for your mandatory AI check, if you have this interface with AI and you're not emotional and you're calm and you're able to keep your wits about you and you have the helmet of salvation on your head where that AI will have trouble reading you, the Holy Spirit might be jamming all its signals. At the end of your interaction, your mandatory wellness check, they will call it, the AI will monitor a green that you're all, all fine. But if the AI is checking you and you're having meltdowns and I don't wanna be here, why are you asking me this question? And that thing is playing psychological chess on you and you're just, the best you can do is a game of checkers. Well then, you might get an orange, an orange, uh, an orange check, which simply means this one needs to come back for more sessions. And I warned, I warned that continued exposure to AI will destroy people because AI is demonic. Don't listen to the tech bros out there because what they're undoing is unleashing a tiger to slash humanity. And the hubris in them, the pride in them is so great that they are busy unleashing something that they confess themselves very often in pricey articles that you have to have a subscription to read. They're always confessing, we don't know the extent of AI. We don't really understand what it is. Yes, because it's being handed over to them by overlords from another dimension. They're just following like monkey see, monkey do. Minions bought out, sold out. Orange means that you need to come back and interface with AI more and more but continued and prolonged exposure to AI makes people unstable because this is an artificial intelligence and Satan is inhabiting that thing. Master manip manipulator, able to go to your weakest areas, the sore places, your unhealed trauma and play upon it. And then later that thing starts working in you and you might take your own life. And if you get red in those interactions, straight away they're taking you to extermination camp. FEMA will have increased control, he says. Tell them that FEMA will control them and tell them what to do, and they will have no choice. And I just brought a dream here a few days ago. The title of that prophecy is Run, where something had happened. 
I don't think it was in New York, but we were somewhere and we were in a large facility, like a sports arena, and they were lining us up. They were bringing people in buses, but they were also, people were also driving themselves to that place as the nearest crisis center. And this is what God is saying. You won't get to enjoy your homes. You won't get to stay at your home. You will have to scatter according to his word to every place for safety that you can find. Lake Michigan and Lake Erie will flood. They will overflow their banks and people will have to drive away from that area and go to emergency crisis centers where FEMA will be in total control. In the dream I had, I didn't see FEMA. But what was clear to me is that when you got into that crisis center and once you were registered and they gave you a little food and they told you, go up and take a seat in those uncomfortable stands and try to get some rest and families, please stay together and keep your voices low. Well, after that, we could not leave. So the Lord says, we'll not have a choice. And he said, tell them that they will lose what they have because their cities are corrupt. This is the Great Lakes region and the politicians are wicked. Ohio, that's for sure making an emphatic stand for abortion instead of against it because they have because they use drugs and because of porn and sodomy and child molestation look at how many children look at how everybody suddenly has woken up and seen how many children are going missing in ohio so everyone thinks that this is a big city problem this is a new york problem human trafficking and yet the lord is pointing firmly at these states that don't really make the news that don't really make national news for any reason the judgment of God is to humble you, he said, because you did not repent. I hope you can hear that he says, not because you will not repent, but because you did not, which feeds directly into what the Lord said in the beginning, that the time for corporate repentance, the time for America can kneel down and be Nineveh, that passed long ago and all that's left, the door is only open for individual repentance the next part of the prophecy has been heard before. The entire Northeast will be destroyed by the floodwaters of a tsunami. The tsunami is the judgment of New York City for her sins. New York Harbor will be flooded underwater and New York City will be utterly overcome by a wall of water higher than the construction of the city itself. The waters of my judgment will overflow that rebellious city by the sea and there will be not much left of the surrounding cities. And so this is to New York and New Jersey, Pennsylvania, to Maine, Vermont, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and New Hampshire. All these states will suffer the after effects of the New York tsunami. And when all is said and done, it will be counted as one of the worst natural disasters in American history. And then the Lord repeated these states, New York, New Jersey, and the city of Philadelphia in Pennsylvania and Vermont, those are marked for a particular judgment. So I've spoken of the New York tsunami before. The New York tsunami will be one of the most apocalyptic and final things that this country goes through. One of the most devastating judgments that the Lord will bring to this nation. There will be a similar um water disaster on the west coast as well and in that water disaster there's going to be earthquakes as well they may occur simultaneously they may occur apart but tsunamis often come sometimes as a result of an earthquake there will be a devastating earthquake on the 
Um, in San Francisco, I saw that the land will break apart into two pieces and the, the San Francisco, they're going to break along the San Andreas and a whole part of the West Coast is just going to slide into the sea. But here on the Northeast, it has been asked of me often by people who don't live in New York State, Celestial, will, will the tsunami affect anywhere else? And I've always said, just thinking of geography and thinking of what you saw in Hiroshima and thinking of what you saw in Thailand, what do you think? Is it possible for a tsunami of the magnitude, the Lord is saying, that the city of New York will be covered by that water? First of all, water doesn't stay upright forever. So when the water finally comes down, when the waves crash down and that volume of water has been vomited up by the sea upon the U.S. landmass, is it possible for surrounding states like New Jersey, that's just five minutes away basically by the Lincoln Tunnel, for instance, is it possible for that much displaced water to simply stay in a pool in New York City? The answer is no. And so the Lord is saying that all the cities that are around New York City and New York State are going to suffer the same judgment the entire Northeast destroyed by these floodwaters of the tsunami. The judgment is directly upon New York for the incredible sins that she commits. Just thinking of a few of them from many prophecies I've brought here, the Lord says that one of the judgments of New York will be for the devastation that she has caused in other countries. And that prophecy is called New York, do you remember? So that is one. Another thing is the sexual perversion in New York City, everything goes here. It's not just homosexuality, it's pederasty, very old people with very young people and they just follow love is love. It's uh, pedophilia, trying to mask itself as minor attracted persons. It's transgenderism. It is uh, destroying the children with what they're being taught. The drag queens are teaching the children and the teachers are even coming to school sometimes dressed as drag queens. There's so much that shows up in the news. It's the pretending that God did not create male and female, but creating 31 official genders. All these things are, they are defiance. But because we live in the modern world and we have TV and we have apps, we don't actually take modern sins and put them in proper context. So we think that sins for today, we give them new clean names, we change the language, we practice what, what I just shared in an old video a few days ago, one of the recent videos, corruption is the act of changing the meanings of words to twist them around and to give them a degrading context. And what you do is you lower the import, you lower the impact, and you lower the value of those words by calling sin inclusiveness, by calling sin love, by calling sin diversity. You pervert justice in the earth. You pervert God's order and you cannot be allowed to get away with it. And that is why these punishments are coming to New York City. The harbor will be flooded underwater and the city itself overcome by a wall of water higher than the construction. So prophecies you can look at are underwater. Another one is the water will arise like a pencil. And the third one is called over the tops of the buildings. All three of those prophecies are available in print on the Master's Voice Prophecy blog. This is www.the-masters-voice.com as well as here on YouTube. You simply look at the dashboard or you can use the search bar 
put the name of the prophecy in there and then make sure to type the master's voice prophecy blog after it and the very first result that comes up will be the video that you're looking for and so there will be flooding in new york city i've spoken of a flood that i saw not this one that came that was so devastating and was so shocking but uh, a real flood, this flood that came, uh, came up to the height of the parking meters. The water was at the height of the New York parking meters. And I saw that the subways were completely flooded. And I saw that people were desperate because if you had two babies or three babies, speaking of young children, it's not only an actual baby, but speaking of any kid that was below the height of that, it was going to be a very dangerous situation. I saw that the water was so filthy, so, so filthy, gray, dirty, sometimes foamy water. And people were walking in that water, trying to find higher ground and trying to find places of safety. So New York definitely has more than one judgment coming up, more than one water disaster. But this one, God says that all these states that surround New York state are going to suffer the after effects of the tsunami. And when all is said and done, when damage is counted, when the death toll is counted, when these buildings snap in half, as I said, I saw the buildings simply smash down like this. They simply bowed. They just smashed in half. Some buildings snapped off in the middle. Some buildings snapped off at the base. I said, I saw in the vision that God was showing me how much glass we have here. I truly became aware of how deadly glass is, how much glass we have in the construction and the skyscrapers and all the beautiful monuments because when that glass was flying, it was devastating. And the, the, the speed of the water, what God called it was megaton force, megaton force, basically the detonation of bombs, the same speed, the same fierceness, the same power that bombs go off with that is the power of the water and it caused construction glass to fly everywhere shattering debris major loss of life and the lord says that this tsunami for new york city that will affect so many other areas is going to be counted as one of the worst natural disasters in american history the next thing the Lord said is that America is filled with corrupt politicians and people who take bribes. People tell lies. Men lie against their neighbor and they operate in hatred towards their own family. It is hard to find a righteous man. The righteous perish from the earth and no one notices. The righteous are taken away and no one wonders why. It is to protect them against the evil day coming to the earth the day of the Lord's judgment of the wicked. If you want to know more about the Lord's judgment of the wicked, encapsulated in one place, talking about so many various things that will happen to the earth at the same time, including the prophecy has been brought forth, the invasion and destruction of America by foreign forces. That is in Isaiah 13. There's an entire video on that on the Master's Voice Prophecy blog that is entitled Isaiah 13. It comes in two parts because the message was so long, I had to break it up into part one and part two. So the Lord says that America's politicians are corrupt. And I don't think that this is a surprise to anyone. We constantly see the scandals. More and more of them will come. And if you notice, 
An old prophecy from 2020 is currently being fulfilled. TV is certainly interesting now, isn't it? The Lord said that as we sit here in the United States, and as, as you may notice, he said that TV will become the star of the home. The TV will suddenly begin to give update after update after update until we will feel that we are in something that is a mix between a roller coaster and a telenovela. One of those miniseries that constantly ends on a cliffhanger and that has you wondering what's coming next and what's coming next. Then all the way in 2020, the Lord was saying that the TV is going to hold center stage in the house because it's going to be a source of breaking news. You don't know if we're looking at the aliens or we're looking at the Fed now currency coming up. We don't know what exactly we're looking at, but we're just looking everywhere because it's update after update after war, after threats, after airstrike. And still, according to Isaiah 9, my hand is stretched out still, meaning I am not yet done with you, America. So the politicians are corrupt and people are bribed. And when people are bribed, they pervert righteousness. Listen to this verse from Exodus chapter 23 and verse 8. And you shall take no gift, for a gift blinds the wise and perverts the words of the righteous. So when you introduce a gift into the situation, somebody can be influenced to vote a certain way. Somebody might be influenced to vote for a certain construction project because it puts a lot of money into certain other people's pockets. And to get that money into those people's pockets, they bring a gift to those who are supposed to approve or deny housing permits and to approve or deny building projects. When you bring a gift, people in the Senate and people in the House of Representatives don't do what is right. When you involve yourself in nepotism and corruption, you pervert righteousness. When you bring a gift, it says it makes wise people blind. So you can buy out judges and you can buy out entire jury juries. And there's no such thing as blind justice in a nation where scandals constantly break, that payoffs and kickbacks do happen. When you bring a gift, it says you pervert the words of the righteous so people can be paid to bring false testimony. They can be paid to falsely accuse. They can be paid to lie. They can be paid to look the other way and say, I wasn't aware. And this is what people always do in the congressional hearings, don't they? They sit there and they tell bald-faced lies with all the data that's available in their own companies. And they say, I had no idea that this was going on. I'm the CEO. I was only playing golf. I didn't know what my underlings were doing. Corruption puts a nation to shame and bribery perverts righteousness. People lie against their neighbor and they operate in hatred towards their own family. We're seeing the murders. We're seeing the rapes. We're seeing the femicides. We're seeing the babies appearing in the news, sad tragedies as their parents do heinous things to them. It is hard to find a righteous man. The righteous are perishing from the earth and no one notices. They're being taken away and God says that nobody's really thinking about why the good people are dying. But he has the answer. It is to protect them against the evil day that is coming to this earth, the day when God will judge the wicked. The scripture for it is Isaiah 57 and verse 1. The righteous perish, and no man takes it to heart, and merciful men are taken away. 
but none consider that the righteous are taken away from the evil to come. And so I've always shared here that there are certain prophecies on the master's voice. Usually if you look in the search bar and you use the word harvest, such as the harvest is ready and desolations are determined part one, you will find well-detailed prophecies there about how the Lord says that he will take the righteous home. There's no age restriction on this. Please don't think that the Lord is simply talking to older people who have lived a full life. The Lord will take babies home. The Lord will take very young children home. He will take athletic teens that everybody loves and everybody thinks, but he was so young. Across the board, the righteous will be taken out of the earth, and God says is to protect them from the evil day that is coming. Likewise, the wicked also will be taken away, but that is part of a separate judgment for the wicked. God says that he will give the righteous rest. One of the prophecies that I brought here, um, it's called the end of the way of the wicked, either part one or part two. The Lord was saying that people are going to learn how much of a buffer and how much of a protector righteous people are in the family. So that person who always prays, that person who always fasts, that person who's always trying to evangelize in the family. And listen to what the Lord is saying here. People operate in hatred towards their own family. A lot of the time that hatred is directed to the righteous person in the family. The person who decided to give their life to Jesus, the person who decided to stop smoking with everybody else and come on to the side of the right where the sheep are and leave the side of the left where the goats are. And that is why the Bible says that a man's enemies will be those of his own household. So righteous people provide a buffer. Their prayers are heard by God and they intercede. The Bible even tells us that in the case of marriage, that an unbelieving husband will be covered by his wife and an unbelieving wife is covered by her husband. So righteousness is its own reward. It's a shield. It's a sheltering. It's a cover. And when these people are removed, the blessing of their prayers go with them. The blessing of the shelter that they provide because they are in the house and God loves them. And so God is covering the house. And so the unrighteous are protected, just like Noah. The Bible tells us nothing about the moral standing of Noah's family members. It simply says that the righteousness of Noah is what engaged the Lord's mercy, compassion, love, and favor towards Noah. And the Lord preserved those eight people, righteous Noah and Noah's family of who knows whether they were super righteous or not. They were protected because they were attached to Noah. So when the Noahs are removed, when the righteous seed are removed, judgment will enter the house because there's no protection. There's no buffer. The Holy Spirit is not, the Holy Spirit doesn't have an, a relationship with anybody else in the house. And the Lord is concerned, not about the living who shall be behind with no covering, trying to figure out themselves and wondering everything went bad after grandma died. Things went downhill for us after dad died. Everything became dark after the teenager died. Things just weren't the same. It's because those prayers were shielding and buffering the house. And yet the Lord's concern is more for the righteous that will be taken away. The only thing he has to say here about the wicked is that his day of judgment is coming for them. And people always think that the wicked is the elites, the human trafficker. You are wicked if you are following any doctrine in your heart that is separate from and defiance against God. 
God is concerned with the righteous that he will take away. And he says, oh no, I'm protecting them. I'm bringing them to myself. I'm bringing them into the safety of a different kind of ark. The wicked will find that there's many more wicked than just human traffickers, many more wicked than just rapists and murderers to regard and love idols, human or spiritual religious idols is a sin. To have a heart that is contrary to the word of God is a sin. People actually don't understand what the kingdom of heaven is like, how precious, how holy, how clean it is. But all these things will be brought to our understanding, unfortunately, with strokes upon the back. There will be a very holy remnant in America, and that remnant will become holy not by singing Kumbaya. They will become holy by the things that they suffer. They will be purged and threshed and really put through it. But the Lord says that at the end of all things, they will be found singing songs to him. His remnant will be singing to him through persecution and the things that they suffer, the things that they survive, some of them. I am celestial and this is the master's voice. God bless you. I thank God for the calling to this work and I will continue to do it in every avenue that remains open, wherever there is an opening, wherever there is a listening ear and wherever, whichever platform is working and being cooperative, that is where these prophecies are going to be put up. And I give this Reminder again, if you are on the short form platforms, this is Facebook, this is TikTok, this is Instagram. If you are on any of those platforms, you are not getting the full information that God is giving here on TMV blog. You are only getting a small upload. You are only getting a snippet. If you are dependent and you think that you will come to the full knowledge of what God is planning for the American continent, I'm speaking primarily to Americans. Everybody else is kind of going to get a little echo update because once they see what's happening here, revival will come. And this is a prophecy actually from all the way in September. I haven't put it up. The Lord spoke of Pakistan and the Lord spoke of Kenya and the Lord spoke of one other nation, Bahrain. In the UAE, I think that's where it is. That kingdom of Bahrain, Bahrain, Pakistan, Kenya. The Lord says revival is coming to you not the false kind that can be shut down by the fire marshals when people are parking in the street, like here, the real kind, people repenting of their sins, casting away all evil, revoking their memberships in the occult, completely walking away from generations of sin, addiction, absolutely transformed by the power of the Holy Ghost and brought out of all forms of false religion true revival. And this is part of another prophecy that is yet to be made. The Lord gave it to me over two days, September the 3rd and 4th, 2023. So that was about a month and a half ago, two months actually ago, and it will be made. But revival will come to those whose hearts are open. Those who are listening outside of this continent, the Lord is going to deal with you by proxy as you see America begin to go through her woes, 
especially as she begins to slip and stumble, hit her knees, try to rise and then be hit by circumstances and go back to her knees, falling to her knees. All of those who see America as a paragon of virtue, all of those who have drunk deeply from the Kool-Aid of US propaganda that thinks this nation can't be touched. This is to the foreigner and to the US person who drinks from the pool of propaganda. The Lord is going to serve us a tall, cold glass of reality. And that is how people will come to repentance, both here in this nation. We will be made humble by the things that we suffer. But people outside, seeing what is done to a giant in the earth, will begin to adjust themselves quite quickly before Jesus can come to them for their inspection. Thank you for being with me. This is Celestial, and this is the Master's Voice. I would like to thank the people who are supporting this ministry. It is a blessing. I pray that the Lord will return to you everything that you give. It is a blessing. It upholds my hands and I thank you for it. I pray that it will come back to you in multiples. There is absolutely no pressure on anyone to give. And I know that people have contacted me and I haven't been able to get back to you. That is because the emails are at inhuman levels and I'm doing the best that I can with them. There's quite a lot that I have to take care of during the day. And so I'm doing the very best that I can, but I'm saying thank you to everyone, and I pray that, for instance, if you are somewhere far away, perhaps you can look for a person to be a blessing to. You can look for someone to be a blessing to. You can look for someone to share that goodness with them locally, that the body of Christ may be built up, that needs may be met one to another. Show kindness to the person that is next to you. Seek God about where you can sow your seed to do good. If you know to do good and you don't do it, the Bible says that is sin. To him who knows to do good and does not do it, it is sin. So let us put away some of the reproach that is on us and let us begin to turn our faces to the kinds of things that please God. But for myself, I do share thanks. And may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and may the Lord give you peace. Thank you and until I see you again, Goodbye.